Hello friends, welcome back to the Intangibles Podcast. Today we're back with Alex for the last time as he delivers some of the amazing stories that came from Tiger Tales along the way and imparts some of his own advice. So let's dive in. Can you talk about a few of your highlights from your Toastmasters career so far? So there's definitely a few, but I think the best examples of it have been watching mentees, whether they're my mentees or, or folks that I'm helping to mentor, to overcome their fears and then to achieve incredible success in speaking contests. The first time that happened, was with Nathan at MCC. And he went from just shaking, giving his first speech to making it to the district in the humorous contest. Then Tanai, who's one of our more recent presidents, he's still a current member of Tiger Tales as we're recording this. The experience of watching him rise up through the officer ranks and become president and that one of the unofficial unwritten duties of the Tiger Tales president is to give the international graduate orientation speech. I, I think I did it for two years and then, and then Preetam picked it up. And, and after that, it pretty much became one of these unofficial duties of the president of the club to go out and represent the club in being transformed as a public speaker. And over the course of that summer, watching Tanai go from this is not something that I can do to help me do this, to I can do this, to having done it, having people come up to him afterwards, so inspired by the transformation that they could feel because they knew how scared he was. They could feel the freedom that he was feeling in that moment of here I am in front of 200 people and I'm going to conquer the world. Like that feeling was so evident in his speech that at least half a dozen people came up to him after that speech. One of them just came right up onto the stage to talk to him afterwards because it was right at the end of the event, came right up onto the stage afterwards to talk to him, to make sure that he knew that he had just changed his life by being that free So he went to the mustache man and said, Sir, can you please take this dog? The man said, Okay, and he let go of the leash. <laughs> the dog ran towards this specifically. I ran straight towards my house, and as I was running, my entire life was flashing in my eyes. And suddenly, the dog ran. Anybody want to guess <laughs> And it's in speech, the speech crafts that, that we've done with the club, and it's in it's in those international graduate orientation speeches, and it's in the the contest speeches that folks have taken, and it's it's in, in everything that Tiger Tales does. But it's that level of freeing someone who 
who is incredibly talented and is incredibly intelligent and has experiences worth sharing and freeing them to be able to share those experiences in a fearless and free way. Wow. That's, that's the story that I think of going from that level of, of fear and anxiety and closed up even in, in body language to just be closed to being open and having vocal variety and being free to make fun of themselves in front of a, a room full of people. That kind of freedom is just incredible to watch someone achieve, to watch someone be unlocked that way. I guess since we moved into the mentoring a little bit, in addition to being a mentor for people, count, I wouldn't say countless, but lots of different people, either very directly or especially indirectly. And that includes a club in Tiger Tales. Since you've been around since the very beginning, the, the origins of it, I was wondering if you could speak a little bit to that, how that, how that all got started. Yes, the beginning of Tiger Tales. And so I told you the story of my first international speech. So that spring of 2013, I was competing alongside a PhD candidate named Halim. So Halim got to know me and he also got to know Corey through the experience of competing alongside one another. Corey was the area director that year, or he was an area governor that year. And so that's why he couldn't compete. And I followed him up into the area governorship after that. And that's why I couldn't compete after that. But through that influence that Corey was building and through the the competing alongside one another, Helene saw Corey and I and our connection to RIT as an opportunity to start a club that he wanted to start. And so the Thanksgiving of that year, we had a, a big gathering for Thanksgiving, a bunch of bunch of friends and our spiritual family, and we all got together and there's a lot of RIT alumni around around a table. And Helene came to that event. That was our that was the the beginning of Tiger Tales. He he talked to, to Corey and I and, and a few other RIT alumni, Will and Matt and Rich, and we started the idea for that club then. And Helene found incredible other RIT students and faculty and sold them on the vision of this club. Over that winter, we heard from all sorts of Toastmasters that, oh, it can't be done. We've tried starting a club at RIT. <laughs> the students are too transient. They're too busy. They don't want to do it. It's yada, yada, yada. It can't be done was the message that we got. And we didn't listen, obviously. So January of that year, we had our, it was either January or February of that year, we had our first demo meeting when the new semester started and I spoke and Preeti, who was the club's first and second VPE, she stayed in the VPE role for a full year, which for anyone who has ever been the VPE, especially of Tiger Tales, which meets every week and met every week then and continues to meet every week, being the vice president of education is work. And she was that for the full first full year. And then she served as president after that. That she spoke and she she leaned up against the board the whole time during her speech. She just physically had to be as far away from the audience as she could be. And she I think she might have even sat on her hands the whole time. 
to see her now, she's in she's in a career in, in sales, in addition to her to her science work, which is just mind boggling what she does. But she's also in the business of selling that technology. Amazing stuff to go from that to there. The demo meeting had the energy of a Tiger Tales meeting, and it couldn't be stopped after that. And it couldn't be stopped partially because Mervyn, who was also at that meeting, made sure that it wouldn't stop. And <laughs> he was determined to charter the club by, I believe he, he set a target date of April 1st. I think we might have chartered. It might have gone on until May. And Mervyn turned into more and more of a tornado of activity after we, we missed his target to make that happen. We chartered and we never looked back. The, the club has, has always been one of the biggest, has had more and more new members than any club in, in the district, has always been represented at the division, if not the, the district in every contest that, that Toastmasters has had since then. Tiger Tales has just been a force to be reckoned with ever since we chartered. But it all started at that Thanksgiving dinner table with Helene and Halim adding these just incredibly talented people to get it set on the right course. So our job as mentors has been through the whole time to continually remind Tiger Tales of its DNA that through, at this point, we're getting close to like a fourth generation of leaders within Tiger Tales, of people who came up together through the Tiger Tales ranks and continually reminding the club of its DNA, of the energy and the course that it was set on when it started. That's a big part of the reason, I think, why 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 it's important to Xavier and, and why it's why I'm wanting to support this podcast so that we can go back and talk to these people that made Tiger Tales possible. These incredibly talented, inspiring, world-shaping people that are out there doing amazing things with companies like Google and and Facebook and Intuit. I don't think Halim can even talk about half the stuff he does for work and <laughs> and cutting edge research that is changing lives and doing incredible work all over the world too to talk to these people about the way that that DNA of transformation and vibrant, diverse energy and storytelling and vulnerability that makes Tiger Tales what it is. If we can bottle a little bit of that lightning and make sure that it makes it through to the next generation of Toastmasters and the next, and maybe share it with a few other clubs, then this whole effort will be worth doing. I want you to think about your week, the last seven days. And I want you to think about all the opportunities that you've had to communicate with someone, really communicate with someone, lock eyes with them, hear their deepest feelings, hear a story from them, really communicate. And you think about all those opportunities that you've had to really communicate. Maybe there's not so many. 
Or maybe there's a lot of them. Now I want you to think about who you want to be five years from now, ten years from now. Not what you want to do, not what you want your job to be, not how much money you want to be making. I don't want to know about any of that. But I want to know who you want to be five years from now. And I guarantee that your life will be richer if those moments of communication, real communication of locking eyes, feeling someone's heart, empathizing with someone, connecting with them, the more of those you have, and the deeper they go, the richer your life will be. It's clear through the progression of your contests that you've grown into such an amazing speaker. What keeps you in Toastmasters now? Like, why do I stick around? Yeah. The, the biggest thing, so there's two, two big things, and one of them is selfish, and one of them is, is, is not as selfish. <laughs> and so the selfish one is that if you don't use it, you lose it. That ability to craft a meaningful message into a short speech is so easily lost. It's something that you need to be continuously practicing. It's something that I need to be continuously practicing at least to continue to be able to mold ideas into something that will impact people. It's, it's very easy to lose that skill. And the other side of it is the ability to share some of that freedom that I found that what we talked about earlier about that ability to, to get up in front of a, a room full of people and say something that's on your mind and how big of an impact that's made even in the last year for me in these community meetings where we're talking about how do we solve this problem and being able to get up and speak passionately about we need to work together in ways that we've never done before and that really making a difference and knowing that I can give that gift to somebody else, that to help a, a newer member find that freedom, to be able to get up in whatever room they're going to be in when they go out into the world or, or when they're on campus or when they're presenting their, their thesis, to be able to get up and speak about what they're passionate about and really make that difference. That is intoxicating to watch when somebody who has who goes from being timid or, or not being able to get up and speak in that way, going to that place where they can, I live for that stuff. <laughs> the last the last question I have is getting to see things from such a wide perspective at this point seeing everything from, from the beginning, um, even before Tiger Tales, uh, up until now, what, what piece of advice would you want to leave people with, whether they're in Tiger Tales or not? Find someone who's worth following and follow them. That, that's, I think, the, the greatest advice that I've experienced in my own life, that the experience of following Corey in his life of generously giving of himself to set people free, that being the recipient of that kind of 
self-sacrificial love and not only being the recipient of it, but being taught how to give it has been the foundational experience of my life. The advice that I have is, I mean, not, not everyone's going to be able to, not everyone can follow Corey around. There's only, only so many people are lucky enough to do that, but you can find people that are living the kind of life that you want to live and not everyone's going to have the same goals. But if you find someone who's living the kind of life that you want to live, figure out how they live it and how they, how they got there, then copy their every move, go to the places they go, read the things they read, watch the movies they watch. When you sow the same things into your heart that they've sown into their hearts to make them who they are, then you will start to see how to, how to live that life yourself. Not that you'll become a carbon copy, nope. because your, your experiences are different and, and, and the way that, that you express it will be different. But I have learned more and more through reading and watching and, and hearing stories and, and being a part of Corey's life and going where he goes and doing what he do, does and, and loving what he loves that I've learned how I can live that life. And it's a beautiful thing. And it's, it's something that I, I would want to share with anybody is, is that life is not something that you're meant to just go out and find. We have all these generations of, of history behind us to learn from someone who's, who's been there, whether it's learning how to be a, a man instead of a boy, whether it's learning how to be a, a professional, in the field of your choice, whether it's learning how to be an expert in the, in the art that you're looking to master or how to be the, the how to have excellence in a physical skill or, or in, in a sport, that it's, it's all about initiation. Alex, a huge thank you for taking my call to not only be an interviewee on this podcast, but also be my partner in crime to make this as entertaining and as informative as possible, inspiring. You're just an amazing person and I wouldn't have wanted to do this project with anybody else. Also, thank you for everyone out there listening to this podcast. It's amazing to have you. Tune in for next week as we talk to the original Vice President Extraordinaire, Preeti. See you next time. We got awesome content coming at you. <laughs> uh, let's never use the word content again. <clears throat> Hooray. Okay. <laughs>